It's tradition in the church that when we celebrate Easter, someone will say to you, Jesus is risen, and the response is, He is risen indeed. So, Jesus is risen. Praise the Lord. I was actually going to say, let's do that like three times. So, <laughs> praise God. You got that right on, nailed it right on the head. So, thank you. Praise the Lord for that. As we gather here this evening, for some of us, this has been quite the journey. A lot of our RCA candidates in front of me have been journeying since I believe it was like October. And then for, for uh, Laurel and Tom Bradley, who are their teachers, they've been, we've been, we started meeting, I think, in like late July, early August. So it's about time that we're here. And for some of us, uh, we've been doing a program called the Exodus 90 or the Nineveh 90, which is a program of 90 days of fasting until today. So we're happy it's Easter because we're going to eat some food after this. It's going to be awesome. For some of us, we've been, we've been preparing uh, music the whole time. So our choir has been working really, really hard. A lot of preparation goes into making this liturgy beautiful. And for some of our our first communicants, and for some of our um, newly baptized today, it's been a long time coming, so praise the Lord that we're here this evening, and from, for all of you who are not from Anago, or you're visiting here, we just want to give you a cordial welcome from Father Matt, Deacon Andy, and myself. Praise the Lord that you're here. One thing that I've enjoyed doing in my first um, two years of being a priest is I get to take men out, and we go out to Gartsky Flowage. And we go out there and we hike every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. And we, we meditate upon the gospel for the upcoming Sunday. And this particular morning, this morning, it was just providence for me because it's busy. Holy Week is really, really busy. And I hadn't thought of a homily yet. And as we were going through this particular gospel, one thing we do when we go out there is we read the gospel. We hike for about a half an hour. And then we go to the bridge. And for those of you who know Garch Sea Flowage, there's a really beautiful uh, river in that area. And the, the water was just so calm this morning. And I just quoted Jacques Philippe, who's one of my favorite theologians, and he says, that needs to become our soul. Our soul needs to become like that calm body of water so we can reflect the light of Christ to others. Our bodies need to become like, and our souls need to become like that calm body of water so that we can reflect the light of Christ. And as we were praying through this gospel, a duck came and landed on the water, and that little bugger made so many ripples. And isn't it interesting for you and I how just some little things can help us, or can actually make us forget that Jesus rose from the dead. The fact that Jesus rose from the dead. The fact that Jesus rose from the dead. And that should give us hope, and it should give us new life, and we need to walk in that reality. And I just want to do something real quick to see if this gospel still, still rings true to this day. Because in our gospel, it says that the women came to the tomb first. By a raise of hands, how many women are here? Could you, women just raise their hands? Okay, men, here we go, All right? And let's see if men raise their hands once. Man, we're getting smoked, guys. Come on. <laughs> so it still rings true to this day when some people say things like, the gospel, you know, church doesn't really have much in common. It's not really relevant. Well, I would say what I just did proves some relevance that these women, they come to the tomb and they find the stone rolled away. And that image for you and I, that stone being rolled away, for some of us, it's, it's becoming more vulnerable with others. So we can let them see into our souls, to see into those vulnerable parts, 
of us. And then the gospel comes through and to not be judged. To be able to share the inner lives, our inner life, our struggles, and to talk about how we have hope of the resurrection. Because for some of us, this particular Lent might have been a beautiful Lent, and some it might have been one of those Lents where you're like, I'm just happy it's over now. Thank you. And as that stone is rolled away, they didn't find the body of Jesus. But they did find two men with dazzling garments in front of them. But they were terrified, and they bowed their faces to the ground, and they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? Maybe that's a good question for us to ponder as we live in the resurrection. As we live and say, Jesus is risen, he is risen indeed. What habits do you and I have that the Lord is still asking us to die to self, to put to bed, so we can walk in the resurrection? So when that little duck comes to your soul or my soul, we can tell it to go where it belongs, right? And we can say those words, those beautiful words that we need to repeat often, Jesus is risen, he is risen indeed. But the, the two, two men said, he is not here as he has been raised. And isn't it interesting, I was, as I was reflecting on this particular gospel, isn't it interesting how Jesus, he told them this was going to happen. He told them, the Son of Man must suffer. So it makes you kind of ponder, what about you and I? Is the gospel making it from our heads to our hearts? Are we really living in the reality that Jesus Christ rose from the dead? Because if Jesus Christ didn't rise from the dead, we should all walk out the door and go home. But there's hope for you and I in the resurrection. Because all of Jesus' teachings, everything weighed, waited for this divine event to happen, his resurrection. And you hear that word, remember what he said to you while you were in Galilee. He said this to them. He said, the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners, be crucified. But don't stop there. But he will be raised on the third day. And they remembered his words. They had to recall what those little ducks were that were causing them to forget the truth. Who is Jesus Christ, love incarnate. And they returned to the tomb and announced to the eleven and to all the others. If we know the good news, we must share it with others because there are so many people out there who could use a little bit of encouragement. Amen? Amen. And we, you and I have to become those instruments. We have to make a decision to live in the reality of the resurrection. To live in the reality of the resurrection. Because some people still think to this day that this is just nonsense. It's a fairy tale. But you and I, right now, by being here, are witnesses that Jesus is risen and he is risen indeed. So as we go into this Mass, any doubts, whatever those little ducks are in your life and my life, what we're called to do is to offer them on this altar. To ask the Lord to send his Holy Spirit onto that bread and wine and to play and to ch- what it changes into his body and blood. And that takes a heck of a lot of, a, heck of, a lot of a faith to, to realize that. That it's not just a piece of bread in Father's hands. It's the body of Jesus who wants you to remember that, hey, I rose for the dead, from the dead for you because I would rather spend eternity with you than without you. And that is the good news of Jesus Christ, 
that no matter what you and I might be going through, he comes to us this day to bring light into our darkness, to help us remember that Jesus is risen and he is risen indeed. And Peter, he goes and when he hears this, he goes and runs to the tomb. He has to see for himself. But that tomb now is your soul and my soul. We have to let people see in and see what has Jesus done in your life and in my life. And let them see the risen Christ in you. Because as St. Teresa of Avila says, I have no hands but yours. I have no eyes but yours. I have no feet but yours. I have no heart but yours. I have no mouth but yours. So let us make a decision to live in the amazement and the amazing reality of Jesus Christ being risen from the dead. Because, man, are there so many people who could use some good news. And here we are. Because Jesus Christ is risen. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.